the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we enter into this celebration with all that we bring with us, with our needs and hopes, with our hurts and victories. It is the Lord who transforms us into the story of God's life. Our help, we ask you, O Lord our God, that we may walk easily in the same purity with which out of love for the world your Son added to our souls to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, but early in the morning he arrived again in the temple area, and all the people started coming to him. But he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and made the scribes in the mouth. And said on teacher, that woman was caught in the very act of adultery. Now, in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They said this to test him, so that they could have some charge to bring against him. Jesus and the woman laid on the ground on their faces. So when I continued asking them, he straightened up and said to them, Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. And in response, they went away, one by one, beginning with the elders. So he was left alone with the woman before him. Then he straightened up and said to the woman, Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Neither do I condemn you, Jesus said. Go and from now on, do not sin anymore. The Gospel of the Lord. I am not over the hill yet, but I can see it from here. I have long since passed from the land of hip and cool and I have entered the outskirts of Beaverville. And I know the exact moment that it happened. It was in the middle of the time of the first time that 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 the first time and the and about the latest heartfelt. It's only about 10 minutes old, and nobody knows about it, but they really have to watch it. With the same sincerity that my relatives tell me, I really have to watch my cholesterol. They have left me a hundred-fold invasion of Jurassic Park, and your tiny little iPhone screen is a whole new experience. I suggested, like watching bugs. When I look at you the way I used to look at my apple, that it's so soft and soft and open up and 
by his silence that are functioning on God's authority and a peace God has to let the crowd see just how cruel they were. But the most intriguing suggestion comes from one of the later manuscripts of the story that says that what Jesus was doing was running down the sins of her accusers and then Powerful words, let the one who is without sin be the first to cast the stone. And one by one, the accusers walked away. And here, Jesus, in the middle of that long line, began a complete eviction described as killing all that he owned was brought judgment in Jesus' face. Is there no one to condemn you? He asked. No one. He said, and when he spoke the words that only a loving God could speak, then neither will I condemn you. Go and sin no more. What a story. And what lessons for us all. First, because it reveals an attitude of character, an attitude of unforgiveness. The attitude of this woman as a person of flesh and blood capable of redemption and said the usual as an object of silence or bad behavior to use her campaign against Jesus. This is the first step in every self-defense when we stop seeing others as real people which allows us to dehumanize, belittle, and degrade. Years ago in a city in Northern Ireland, victims of speeding taxis circled fast and walked away. They complained, and in response, the bus company issued a statement that said, and I quote, it is impossible for a driver to personally find you before I have justify anything when you ignore the humanity involved. There is another lesson for lesson found here, and it's actually the central lesson of this story. Jesus has said things that have almost taught us. anyone who sins, to show them compassion, to forgive and restore them to grace and make them whole. There is an old saying among physicians that the duty of a doctor is sometimes to heal, often to comfort, but always to bring consolation. And that was the response of Jesus and the expectation he laid down for us. 